You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today, we are going to be talking about a concept that I absolutely love. It's this concept about pain from your heart. This is a concept that um, uh, we've utilized uh, under different words in, in our own business. But my guests today are Matthew and Corin Andrews. They are the, uh, I'm going I'm to say it my best Sanskrit here, Shraddha Yoga. They're, they're the founders and owners of Shraddha Yoga. They are located in Massachusetts, but they operate online and they've got a lot going on in this space. And I think it's super, super important. I know this is a business podcast, but some of the principles of what we're going to talk about and explore today, one, first and foremost, yoga, the, the concept of work-life balance, I think is huge. Uh, but two, you, you both are doing something extremely unique, especially in the yoga space with this concept of pain for pay from your heart. Um, so I'll, I'll just throw it out there to whoever wants to answer. First and foremost, welcome to the show. Um, how did you guys come up with the pay from your heart concept for, for your business? Um, well, first of all, thanks a lot for having us. Uh, we're, we're really glad to be here. Um, and where the concept, you know, it kind of bubbled for a while inside of us. Uh, we've been aware of and kind of uncomfortable with the, the merging of yoga and kind of modern Western extractive capitalism. Um, and I use that word capitalism lightly. I don't, a lot of times people think that I'm kind of making a blanket statement about capitalism as a system, but really what I'm talking about is the need and the kind of framework of extracting as much as we can for ourselves out of something without uh, contributing back into it and kind of the individualism and materialism that are kind of part of our modern ethos and the merging of that with this ancient vibrant system of spirituality that points us to the depth of who we are and tells us how to experience in our physical bodies who and what we actually are which is a unified field of radiance those two th- like let me get what I can out of this. And I am a unified, I'm part of a unified field of radiance. They don't really jive. So we, <laughs> we were kind of feeling that dissonance for a while and pay from the heart emerged kind of as a possible solution. In some ways, you know, it's an experiment. Um, it's a possible solution to a tension that we've been feeling for some time. Mm, I like it. So you're, this was a mechanism for you to be able to balance the, the incongruity of energies that that exist in the business space of, of yoga. Um, I, I, I love that. So, so Corinne, I, I want to ask you, ask you, how's it going? How's, yeah. it, how's, it, how's, it wor- how's it working for the business? That's a great question. Well, so we we started this at a time when as a business, the yoga center was exploding. It was in the year before COVID and we were at the place where all modern Western yoga centers want to be. Everything was thriving financially. It was very, very successful. We were, you know, running trips to India twice a year, teacher trainings, classes. 
we were exploding and we, the more and more over our lifetime that we've been embodying and living yoga, it just, it didn't align in the depth. And so <clears throat> when we made this switch, we got a lot of pushback at first and a lot of people thinking you guys are crazy. Like you're going to, it's not going to work. You're nuts. And the whole thing's going to fail. And we said, well, we have faith, we follow trust, we follow the call and we have to do this. And so we had a mix at first of, you know, some people thinking we were nuts and some people being really moved by it. And so much so that they even gave more than they were giving before financially. And, and it also influenced other people to change their business to something, either all or something offered through pay from your heart. And then of course, COVID hit. So that changed everything for everyone around the world. But I would still say that even in the midst of COVID and even in the midst of becoming a pretty much completely online yoga center, it's still going really well. Um, you know, there are certain things maybe we can't do because there isn't the same income arriving, but it feels like it's richer than it ever was before um, because we're in alignment with the depth of who we are and our dharmic call. So everything is working, you know, it's like it, the scales are being balanced. It's working. And I think it's, it's a movement, you know, it's a movement of consciousness of what we want to see on planet earth more. And, and people are, are getting that, you know, they're waking up to this, like, okay, if we really want to change planet earth, it has to be that we do something different everywhere, including the yoga space. I, I, I love the fact that the two of you have tapped into this for your business and, and you're focusing on this. Uh, I want to dive down this travel hole a little bit further on the back end of the break, but before we go on break, where can people go find more information about, about the two of you? Shraddhayoga.com uh, is S H R A D D H A yoga Y O G A. Sorry, not.com. It's .org. <laughs> it's a new website actually that we just launched uh, like six months ago. Um, but that's the best place. That's where everything is. All the access to the classes, information, etc. Shraddhayoga.org. And on social media, Instagram and Facebook, we are Shraddha. Fantastic. Folks, stay tuned because when we get back, we're going to dive down this rabbit hole a little bit further about what, what it means to, to pay from your heart and really the, the, the changes that can bring to your life, to your business, to just what the world really um stay tuned we'll be right back as we're going to explore this even further thank you for listening to the superpower network if you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting we invite you to join us we co-create a non-competitive collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the programs tab to get started today Welcome back from to Incorporating Superpowers. My guests today are Matthew and Corinne Andrews. Uh, they are the owners and founders of Shraddha.yoga.org, um, uh, and they are an online yoga studio. And before the break, we were talking about their pay from the heart process that they've got set up and are experiencing. And they started it from the place of they just recognize the incongruities of, you know, what yoga brings to people and then putting it into the business world. And I love the fact that you two are exploring that and that it's working. And even amongst the pushback, you stayed focused on 
really what was important. And, and so, Matthew, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask in, in the business sense here of knowing that what yoga brings to the world, what it does for us as human beings and, and, and just how it identifies who we are in, in the world. How, how much energy and time from the business side of it, managing the business side of it, that it had was was this process? How much time did you get back in, in trying to figure out what worked, what didn't work as you launched the pay from your heart process? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, uh, I guess in some ways you could compare the you know there's not a big shift on the back end as far as you know we still do projections we still um look at our income and outflow and strategize and plan and look at what is coming up and um i've always been pretty attentive to that side of things you know i don't really like flying by the seat of my pants as an entrepreneur i'd like to have a sense of where we're headed and what the obstacles might be and how we're going to get around them and we have enough cushion and all that stuff so um in some ways that side of things the pay from your heart hasn't shifted we're still doing all that we're still attentive to it um the difference is that you know just in a basic way there is more unknown um there's not uh, it's not about the number of people that come to a class it's the number of people and what they choose to contribute we do provide recommended rates for everything um and a lot of times people just do go with the recommended rate but uh it's not fixed in the same way that it was. And so being able to predict what's going to happen um, and, you know, when some, a big ticket item like a teacher training where the recommended rate is $3,000, um, you know, there's a lot of variability in what people are contributing to something like that. So in the past where we could just look at numbers as far as the economic viability of something, now there's a lot more to think about and, um, and well, I just shouldn't even say think about. There's a lot more variability, and things can shape up differently. So, and at the same time, you know, what we want to offer the teachings of yoga, like what's in our hearts, what's in the depths of our beings, is to offer. To we've been really inspired by Charles Eisenstein and his writing about gift economy, and just you know the fulfillment that you get when you offer a gift. And wanting to stand in that place in all aspects of our lives. And so incorporating the kind of awareness of the business aspect of things and the, the um, inflow and expenses and all that stuff with this is a gift that we offer. And we want anybody who feels moved to be able to come and, and drink from this cup that has so filled our lives with so much joy and fulfillment we want to offer it freely. So <clears throat> both of those things are kind of, you know, together there. I'm so glad you took it there. And I'm so glad that, that that's how you are doing this because um, my family and I were, we're three time burners. We've been to Burning Man three times um, and it's a gifting economy when you're at Burning Man and the concept of gifting the, the the fulfillment that brings to us at such a deep level is huge. And I love the fact that 
you are practicing that and implementing that in your in your in your business because this is so important. It's really how we are going to change the world, I believe, is by more and more businesses getting in alignment with that. So Corinne, I, I've got to ask now is <clears throat> for for you in I, I know that I'm I'm in business with my spouse, right? We're uh, we've been in business together for a while and so forth. And, and, and in our world, in our in, in our in our construct, we 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 deal and manage with with energetics, right? Um, how ha- how has this pay from your heart concept? Um, how has that impacted, good, bad, or otherwise, the energetics of not only the business but of of, the, of your relationship and running the business together? Huh. That's that's funny you should ask that um, because it's part of the foundation, I think, of why we even did this. Um, we were both, as I had mentioned earlier, we were both at this place where it didn't feel right, even though from the outer lens, it was wildly successful. It just wasn't right. And it was Matthew first who proposed pay from your heart to me. And he had a whole kind of written business plan. He had like the mind behind it. And I had fear. I was afraid, you know, we, we have children, we do have a mortgage to pay and cars to drive. Um, you know, we're not independently wealthy. So I had fear and that was just something we were sitting with. And then I had gotten really sick, um, with like the whole Lyme disease tick co-infection thing. And I was, you right. You know, a lot of people go through that. If you're, if you're a woods lover, you will eventually get (laughs) more illnesses. But in the depth of being sick, I had a really profound, I was really sick, like high fever. And I had a, a vision and basically I was like encapsulated by fire and all this stuff, all this fear was being burned away. And I came out of it, the nutshell version is I came out of it and I was so clear, we have to do this. So I was like, okay, Matthew, all this stuff you figured out in your mind on the back end, I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. And so this has been a dynamic in our marriage and in our family is that we do live in the material world. We do have bills to pay and we do experience fear and the reason we chose the name Shraddha is because it, it means faith. And so we live our lives in that dance. And sometimes, you know, it can come up through like marital stuff that we have to work out, but it's this dance really that I think anybody would go through around fear and self-protection or protection of your kin versus trusting the divine beloved one and giving your life in service to the divine saying like, I will stand at the edge of the cliff again and I'll jump, you know, and, and, and that's been a big part of our marriage in our life is that we, we, we go through the cycles of fear and then the truth of why we're here it, to be in service and trust to the divine. And then we jump and, and we do that a lot in our, in our, in our family. Oh, I love it. I, um, one that completely resonates. That's exactly how um, we live our life. How we run our business is in that is in that space of just authenticity and in service to. And it goes back to that that gifting, right? Of how, how do we make the world a better place? Well, we just be in service to others, right? Um, I absolutely love that. Now, I want to I want to I want to shift a little bit here because I want to focus on the actual yoga piece. Um, because 
you guys eat, breathe, sleep. This is what you It's what you do. It's, it's how you serve. It's it, you train people on it. Yoga. How and why should people get started in the practice of yoga? Mm, well, that's a big question. And it's complex, actually, because I think there is still this idea that yoga is a thing that you do. You wear a certain kind of clothing, you get a certain kind of mat and you get on it and you do postures and you learn breathing and you learn how to release stress, you know, and this sort of thing. And this is part of it. It is true. Um, and it's so much more than that. So I, I guess what I'd say is, um, if yoga is something that's new for you, yes, you would maybe start by just coming to a drop-in class and seeing what that feels like. What does it feel like to sit with yourself, to turn your focus within, um, to practice concentration within different areas of your body, focus on your breath. You know, it's, it's very breath-centered practice as far as the doing aspect. Um, but then I'd also say for people who are already yoga practitioners or what they think practicing yoga is, I'd want to open the window and the door to say, there's so much more than what we know there. And, and this is what I've really learned from going to India and <clears throat> diving into what we might call the, the other branches or the other limbs of yoga. There's just, it's endless. I mean, I've been in it now for almost 30 years and I'm amazed at how deep the teachings go and the, the different texts you can read, uh, the different ways you can learn to chant mantra properly, um, the meditation. I mean, it's just, it's so rich and it's so deep. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of a spiralic answer, but <laughs> hope something landed. I, I, no, I absolutely, I absolutely love it. I mean, this is, uh, it, it's not just a practice. It's not just going to stretch. It's it's a mindset and it's a lifestyle. I I, I get it completely. It's it's one of those things that you you either do it or you or you don't. Right? You're either all in or or you're not. It's it's something that I think invites us to a deeper understanding of of who we are as individuals, uh, and and really it gives us an opportunity to reflect upon our lives right and, and what's important i think that's why you are able to offer the the pay from your heart program is because it's not about the money it's about the transformation um I, and i love the fact that you're doing that together so so matthew i'm going to ask um what what is the future of of yoga and and what what can we do to better ourselves as as human beings using yoga you know Corinne touched a little bit on the fact that when you walk around you sit at the supermarket and you're in line and you say the word yoga to somebody next to you they're going to have some and you know some sense they're going to be like oh yoga i know what yoga is right we have this kind of general understanding of what this word means that is considerably different from what the word has meant for the past several thousand years. And the future of yoga, the way I see it, people are starting to understand that there's been a cultural, cultural misappropriation of an ancient teaching that's been turned into something self-aggrandizing. Yoga was never about making the self better or bigger or stronger or smarter or faster or more flexible. This yoga was about realizing that what we generally experience and assume to be the self 
is a delusion, is a confusion. This isolated being in competition with limited, for limited resources against a f- terrible world, this kind of neo-Darwinian, Newtonian idea of a self that's individuated and isolated and afraid and fight, needs to fight is a, it's an illusion. And the teachings of yoga teach us that the actual self is completely free, completely radiant, completely eternal, uh, all powerful, all knowing, but not in the sense of power as domination, but power as freedom to be, freedom to exist. It can't be harmed. And, and this being that we are that embodies from lifetime to lifetime is connected with every other being and connected with the source of life itself, the, the divine breath. So this is the, the history and the legacy of yoga um, that has filtered through this kind of strange prism of the modern yoga world that's really come from one family, one person, Krishnamacharya, Patavi Joyce, Iyengar, Desikachar. It's not exclusive, but they have really, this one Indian family has shaped this entire movement in the West as far as what we understand yoga to be. And they, they represent India, but there's a whole nother vast world of teachings that have flown through time, through countless teachers and countless lineages that's there for us to partake of. And I think more and more people are waking up to this fact and people are starting to realize, oh, there's a lot more here than just stretching and tight abs and yoga pants and all that stuff. (laughs) And, And also we're at this moment where people are hungering for something more. Our world is so divided. People are feeling uh, more isolated and more kind of um, limited than ever. And the promise of the teachings of yoga is so powerful that I think people are starting to open up to that. And I believe in the future, that's what's going to happen more and more. As John Kabat-Zinn talks about Buddhism took 2000 years to get from India to China or a thousand years, maybe, you know, whatever it is, I'm maybe getting the number wrong, 500 years, a thousand years. It's like, you know, it's okay that yoga comes in this strange package to the West. When it arrives, the essence of it can't help but seep out and people start to catch a whiff of like, whoa, this is something, there's something here. And that's the future of yoga is, is I think more more will be turning in that direction. I I love that. I mean, ultimately folks, if you're, if you're paying attention, what, 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 what Matthew and Corinne are, are doing here and what they're, what they're saying, what they're saying, what they're teaching is, is that at the end of the day, it's not about the buck. It's not about how much money you make. You are not your job. You are not a dollar sign. You are not a paycheck. All of, all of those things are fleeting. Every single one of them are fleeting. And we are so much more than that. I got to agree with you, Matthew, that I think more and more people are waking up to the fact that we don't have to settle for that anymore. We don't have to uh, think that we have to find fulfillment by the the number we have in our bank account. We don't have to be that um, slave to to the matrix of who we say, you know, we think that our job tells us who we are or, or what our paycheck is or what our bank, bank account says about us. And the irony is, is as you come more and more in alignment with that, right, you realize that the the universe is abundant. You find yourself having more money than you than you need, and you're able to pay it forward. I, I love the fact that you two are doing that together 
and experiencing it and, and working through all of that together. So, Corinne, I've got to ask you, knowing that there was some pushback and some resistance at the beginning, when you look forward into the future of what yoga is doing and your part in it, what do you see for the future and, and how people are coming into an awakening of and being able to use yoga for themselves? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess two things come to mind. One is that I think the practices themselves, like the actual part where you are taking time out of your day to do something, those are getting deeper. They're they're shifting from uh, moving out of like this physical health and fitness thing, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting, you know, physical health, but they're, they're shifting and they're, they will continue to shift from, um, doing something because you want to achieve something better in your body. And they will shift more towards engaging in this practice because you want to actually experience your wholeness uh, the divinity as it lives within you and how you can actually experience unity consciousness within your own being and without with others um, and trusting. I mean, tr if we really want to trust the divine, you have to feel something inside your own body. Otherwise it's just this like mental concept, you know, something that we're hoping for. So I think that, and I see this in my own practices and teachings that it's like the, we're focusing more on that rather than I need to get stronger, you know, or whatever it may be. And <clears throat> the other thing that I see, I guess this is personally for us with being a pay from your heart yoga center is eventually I want to take the paywall down. I want to be, I don't want there to be recommended rates at all. Um, I want everything we offer at Shraddha to be fully just offered without any paywall at all. And then people can choose, you know, whatever, nothing or something, but that there will be a new consciousness of what it means to exchange. Um, and I, it won't have to be that there is like me recommending something, but that we will, we'll all be a little bit more in tune with what it is to, to say, I'll give to you, I'll receive with gratitude. I'll give back to you, you know, that, that we can actually take down the paywall completely from Shraddha Yoga. Um, so I'm curious about that for the future, but we'll oh, see. Fantastic. I, I, I absolutely, absolutely love that. And talk about a new way of doing business, right? It is getting to the point where we, we can all just contribute, give, receive, participate, contribute in, in, in new ways that just are counterculture to the way of doing business. I, I absolutely love that. Uh, before we uh, before we sign off here, um, where can people go find more information about you and your 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 yoga studio? So yeah, we're at shraddhayoga.org and on social media, Instagram and Facebook, we are Shraddha, and we offer everything pretty much is online um, these days due to COVID, but. We do offer weekly classes, workshops, teacher trainings soon. Hopefully trips to India will be able to resume. S-H-R-A-D-D-H-A-Y-O-G-A uh, dot -D -D org. Fantastic, folks. 
go out there, take a look and see what Matthew and Corinne are doing in the world. Take a look at yoga as a practice, as a lifestyle for yourself. It, it's phenomenal. It, just doing something different, do, looking and viewing at life through a different lens outside of your paycheck and the day-to-day grind of who you think you are, knowing that we are so much more than than what the world tells us. We are bigger than that. Uh, thank you both for, for being on the show today. Um, and until next time, folks, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Thanks so much, Justin. Thank you. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.